Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. Today is Monday, July 1st. How are ya? To July 1st. I don't... Uh, is that the 4th of July song? Uh, happy 4th of July. I will not uh, be here um, when July 4th comes. Wow, dude, got something going on in it there. Uh, yeah, I will be. Uh, I'll be here Fourth of July. Fourth of July is what uh, Thursday, my uh, third year anniversary. My third year, second year. So my second year anniversary is coming up uh, July third, uh, and then the fourth, and then I'm out on the sixth. So this will be my last American podcast. Um, I have some uh, really cool musical podcasts that I'm going to drop on Wednesday um, that uh, I did maybe a couple weeks ago with my boy Tunan Vu uh, because Andrew Vu cannot be here on um, on What's Up Wednesday. So for What's Up Wednesday, it's replacing with Tunan Vu musical podcast, me, him, drinking beer, and uh, playing some music. It, it's going to be fun. I don't play music. He plays music, and that's all that matters. So um, this will be my last American podcast for like a month or so. I'm going to be gone to the Philippines. Uh, we were supposed to go to Hong Kong. Not going to happen now. Something about a revolution. I don't want um, that to be um, – I don't want that to be an issue. I don't want to have to have you guys check in with me to make sure I'm okay because I checked in and said, hey, according to Lloyd Lee, he's safe um, in Hong Kong because uh, revolution. So uh, I'm going to the Philippines. I'm going to Singapore probably Malaysia, Bali, a whole bunch of other places. It's going to be fun doing some shows out there. I am worried. I, I don't have, um, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I've got like the content. I don't know if it's going to translate, uh, you know, cause some of the places I'm going to be are heavily Muslim and that's not a problem, but you know, like, Hey, my wife is this. And they go, that's not funny. Just fucking put her in sh- put her in her place i don't know i don't know how they do it out there maybe th- this shit doesn't translate i'm concerned um the fa- family dynamics are not the same everywhere uh, i learned that in london i learned that in paris uh i learned that um in mexico just family dynamics are not the same and i will have to do some adjusting so uh hopefully uh i've set this up to where i will not be doing just like one one set here or there i'm doing several sets so hopefully i will be able to get into the groove get into the groove loy you got to prove your peso earnings yeah that's gonna be funny i'm actually getting paid in pesos filipino pesos and that just sounds funny that just sounds like i'm gonna get a big bag of like gold or something or nondescript coins you know i'm getting paid i don't know pesos are like three cents to the peso or something so uh i'm just gonna get a big bag of pesos uh, even when I did comedy in Mexico, they paid me in a check, and that check translated to cash and cash. You know, I, I never, I've never gotten paid in anything other than American cash. So this is going to be something new for me. Not that it makes a difference. I'm just, um, I just hope it's going to be like in a leather drawstring pouch, uh, and they're just going to throw it on the table, and it's going to kind of open, and some of the pesos are going to f- spill out, uh, or it's going to be like in a big 
burlap sack with like money sign, money sign, money sign, like the cartoons. I don't know how that's going to work. But, you know, if there's enough pesos, if it's like, you know, a thousand dollars American, that's like a billion pesos. You know, can I just throw all the pesos in a vault and just swim in it like Scrooge McDuck? Life is like a hurricane in in Duckville. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, so uh, I leave on the 6th. I will be watching the John Jones fight from the lounge uh, of an airport. Hopefully I could talk my way into like uh, an American Express lounge because I got an American Express card. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they'll have kind uh, words. Maybe it's going to be a dude like a super bro that's like, dude, I want to watch the fight, too. And I go, hey, maybe watch the fight together. You should just let me in because that's where you have to be. I could be there. We could watch the fight together. Bro, let's do it. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, I've, I've done it before. Uh, I've talked to, you know, the stewardess covering the lounge. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, you want to let me in. She goes, not really, but for $25, I'll let you in. Okay. Like, no, no, no. Swipe the, you need an American Express card. Swipe it. It's $25 on the card. I'm not giving you a discount, dick. Get in here. Um... But yeah, I'll be watching the John Jones fight from probably San Francisco SFO. And then from SFO, we go to Singapore. And then from Singapore, from Singapore, we'll go into Manila. Um, and then from Manila, we're going to Cagayan. So if you're in Cagayan de Oro, uh, all of any part of like the next two weeks, I'm going to be there. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I've been looking it up and apparently they just don't really care about the internet over there. They're like, no, there are no websites for anything. They have like Facebook pages that nobody ever fucking updates. Uh, Google's like, yeah, I mean, there might be a restaurant here. I don't know. I just know there's roads. The roads are definitely there. The restaurant might be there. Here's some pictures of this one time. This one guy went everything like Coffee shop, Starbucks, 12 reviews. A fucking Starbucks, 12 reviews. Every other coffee shop, two reviews. And it's like, no comment. It's like five stars, explanation point, that's the review. So apparently people in Kagan don't really care about the internet. Maybe they're off doing some better things in their life, like living it. And I'm on the internet trying to live vicariously through them. Like, hey, how is this bakery that I'm probably never, ever going to go to? Like, I don't know. Why don't you come here and find out for yourself, dick? Okay, bro, relax. They never said that, but that's how I feel. Uh, I feel like everything in Cagayan is just its own little secret. They go, hey, there's a bar. We like it. And that's it. (laughs) That's it. Five stars. We like it. Well, what about it? Eh, eh. Eh, whatever. You come here. You wanna you wanna find out so bad? You come over here. Hey, hey big guy, you wanna find out? Why don't you come over here? Come over here and find out for yourself. Uh, I don't know why Filipinos all of a sudden speak with a New York accent, but whatever. Whatever. But I'm excited. I think um there is a uh I found out that there is a golf a go-kart track in a parking lot on the top floor of a mall. I don't know. I just wanna say, yeah, I was go-karting in a parking lot on the the top floor of a mall parking garage. I don't know. That just sounds like some shit I would do. 
but I can't tell if it's open because it doesn't have a website. There's a video from early last year, but you know how shit closes. So we're going to go to a mall and be like, hey, where's the go-kart? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, oh. So there isn't a, go- a go-kart track on the top floor of this garage. Okay. Sad face. Uh, but, you know, um, let's see. That, that goes. Uh, but before I look ahead into going to the Philippines, I am I got to figure out what I'm doing for my anniversary. Now, this whole trip, even though I'm making a little bit of money, it's not going to cover it. Um, I, I convinced my wife, like, hey, we can do our anniversary in the Philippines. But, gentlemen, listen. Just because she's okay to postpone the anniversary to another date further in the future, don't let you th- don't let yourself think, don't let yourself think that it's okay to just glaze over that day altogether. You still got to do something limited, trivial, low price, but still you got to observe the day. See, that's where the trap is. Like, well, I thought you said it was okay. She was like, what? That's what I said, but that's not what I meant. You go, well, I don't get it. And like, you never will. But here's, here's the cheat sheet. You can't just pretend it's every other day. At least make it a day of something. Okay? That's the life hack, wife hack. Life half, wife hack of the day. Um, you know, so we will be doing something in the Philippines uh, for her, for our anniversary, but, um, I gotta, I gotta figure out, like, to do something, I might take her a movie, we go a little happy hour, save a couple shack, uh, shingles, no, that's not it, shekels, save a few shekels, take her to happy hour, save a few shekels, go to a movie, I want to see John Wick, and she wants to see John Wick, I don't know how many more dogs, can they kill of John Wick's like until they realize we should stop killing John Wick's dog? Who kills dogs anyways? Monsters, right? What kind of asshole do you be like, hey, instead of killing you, I'm gonna kill your dog and then have to kill you because that just seems very roundabout. Um, but yeah, I think we'll go because nothing says I love you, nothing says happy second year anniversary, happy 10 years together. Uh, than John Wick and then like a yard house happy hour. I mean, I think that's, that really says, I love you. I said, I loved you, but I lied. Uh, you know, this, it's more than this feeling. Love is more than this feeling that I'm feeling inside. I don't know. It's a Michael Bolton song that he probably remade from somebody else, but, uh, yeah. Celebrate your anniversaries, gentlemen. Regardless of what she says, at least make it a day. If, hey, here's a next level hack. Life half, wife hack. This is what I recommend. If you can, postpone your anniversary, like, you know, to, you know, the next week or vacation, right? Get a vacation coming up and you go, hey, we should probably celebrate our anniversary on that vacation. With the whole intentions on celebrating on the actual day as well. I know it's expensive and you're like, Lloyd, that's not what we just, that is exactly what I just said. That's exactly how you get points. Be like, oh my God, I didn't know. I didn't even, uh, oh wow. 
Yes. Yes, you're a goddamn superhero. I thought we said another day. Yes, we did. But I love you, lady. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And this is how I prove it. By going back on my word and celebrating on a day we said that we weren't going to celebrate, but it's important to me. God damn it. I love you, woman. That's how you get points. That's the next level life half wife hack. Uh, enjoy. You're welcome. You know, um, yeah, I think, that, I think that's what we're going to do. So uh, anniversary, done. And gentlemen, if you can, try to book your wedding day around a holiday. That's how I did it. We did it because not only was it convenient, it was it was dirt cheap. Nah, I wouldn't say dirt cheap. It was more affordable because nobody plans anything on the 3rd of July. Everyone has, you know, everyone bullshits halfway through their day. Nobody's working on 3rd of July. Uh, we took it off because we were like, hey, we're taking 3rd of July off. And my boss was like, uh, really? Go, oh, come on. Really? You think I'm really going to come in the day before 4th of July and do any work? I'll be here. You're just going to pay me. Or you could take it out of my sick pay because that's what sick pay is for. And I'm getting married. Anyways, 3rd of July. It was cheap. Nobody, nobody books 3rd of July uh, for your venues. The venues are like, yeah, I'll throw in extra shit just so you can pay to do 3rd of July. The reason behind that is so you remember, 4th of July, 3rd of July, the week of, I don't know, whatever fucking holiday is important to you. Three days after Los Dias de la Muertes, November 4th. I don't know. I don't know. But book it around a holiday so you remember Los Dias de la Muertes and then my anniversary. Keep these things in your head, bro, bro. You're welcome. Life half wife hack. Uh, what else we got going on? My um, my shit's everything's blowing up right now. I cannot get away from the NBA free the first day, first hours of the NBA free agency, and uh, my shit is blowing up. I cannot avoid any of this news. I don't care. I don't care because at the end of the day, I get to watch them in preseason. That's the shit that I get excited for. And they're like, oh, my God, this player, we're going to the finals. Like, no, you still have preseason. You still have the season. You have the pre before all-star game, after all-star game playoffs. Okay? Fucking relax. A lot of things happen. Like, oh, my God, uh, KD and Kyrie went to the next. That's great. KD still has to fight the fucking broken Achilles he has. His Achilles just had a fight with the rest of his body. They're like, fuck it, I'm out. And they just broke lease. <laughs> There's, like KD signed. KD signed and he can't even fucking walk to the table. Okay? Relax. But I do find it funny that he'd rather sign. He'd rather sign with uh, the, the Nets than the Knicks because that shit's hilarious to me. And I think that's a laughing stock. Nobody wants to go to New York. You know, everyone's like, oh, my God, New York, New York, New York. I want shit. The Knicks haven't won shit. The Yankees haven't won shit in forever. Yeah, they got 27, 27. If you're going to talk shit about the Boston Celtics winning 11 in a row, having 17 championships in Boston, 
You're going to like, oh, well, that shit was when only white people. Bill Russell was the only black person. But then you're going to go on and say, well, the Yankees got 27. Yeah, that's that's when fucking Mad Men was a thing. You know, back when you didn't even have video of uh, you didn't have video of Babe Ruth. You just had like 47 pictures that you tied together in a goddamn flip book. Like, oh, look at this. Look, look, the Sultan of Swing. Shut up. Shut up. New York has a one shit, okay? Hockey sucks. All 27 of your teams, the New Jersey Devils, the fucking Long Island Islanders, uh, the fucking uh, the Rangers, they haven't won shit in forever, okay? Fucking relax. The Mets, 86, you're welcome. The Knicks, never ever. I don't know. 60s probably, 70s. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, I don't even know where I'm going with this tangent. Uh, yeah, I don't care about I don't care about free agency. Well, the free agency sets up the season. I don't care. It's not something I'm gonna fucking watch. Okay, I don't care. Like, oh my god, Damian Lillard got 192 million max deal. That's cool. He still plays for Portland. He still plays on the Western Conference. He still has nobody on his team. Okay, uh, and they—I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess they—they they had a good year last year. I don't care, I don't care. They still gotta—you still gotta play. You still gotta like, still gotta play. Um, what did, what happened with the Celtics? We just signed uh, Ennis Cantor, so that we got this uh, center sorted out. Five million dollars a year. That's great. Al Horford was like $30 million this year. Thankfully, he decided not to do that. Thank God. Um, Kyrie's gone. We got Kemba Walker. Uh, our team looks solid. Uh, we'll, we'll go over 500. We'll win about 50 games. Yeah, that's a good season. 50 games. We'll win 50 games this season. We'll go into the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs with uh, probably the four seed or the five seed. That's fine. That's fine. But still got to watch it, right? Still got to watch it. Um, uh, what a, yeah, you, but I, I, I will say it is strange that, uh, and, and I've dedicated way too much thought about this. Um, LeBron James is on the Lakers, if you're not familiar. Great. Welcome. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. They, uh, the Lakers just signed Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis wears number 23. LeBron was wearing number 23. LeBron gave the number 23 and now is wearing, I don't know, number six. Who gives a fuck? Uh, but they think it's like, oh, my God, see, they're already friends. They're BFFs already. You go, no, think about that. Fucking jersey sales. Everybody already owns a LeBron James jersey. LeBron doesn't want to be dropped down below sales, right? He doesn't want to be dropped down below Anthony Davis jersey sales. He goes, here, have 23 because you know everyone that's going to buy number 23, Anthony Davis, is already in line, already pre-ordered. But now everyone that owns a 23 LeBron James jersey that they bought last year could buy his jersey again but different. His sales go up yet again. Genius business move, people. It's like, how do I get people to buy more shit? 
change your shit so people buy more shit because everybody wants this year's shit. They don't want last year's shit. We're talking about priorities here, people. Good, good on him. Good on him. I do find it weird that, you know, I'm a product of the 80s and you're probably not going to like this, but I, I, I'm a fan of people who play their whole career on the same team. I thought Anthony Davis was going to be that guy. I thought Anthony Davis was going to be the guy that would play forever with the Pelicans or wherever they move to uh, next. And, you know, Paul Pierce, uh, Kobe Bryant, I thought, you know, I thought that those were going to be the last three people to do it. I was wrong. I was definitely wrong. It's very weird culture. Like, I'm not the cool kid here, so I'm going to go to the school where I am the cool kid. Yeah, I guess I can relate. I guess that makes sense. Where you're just like, oh, I want to be where my friends are. <laughs> All my friends are in New Jersey. I'm going to go to New Jersey. Or in this case, Brooklyn. Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> I'm going to go to New Brooklyn. All my friends are in Brooklyn. I'm going to go there. This is like grade school kids if they could dictate where their parents live. Like, Move down the street so I'm living in the other district where all my friends are, mom. Eh, good on them. I just find it weird. Like, you know, uh, Michael Jordan, which just seems like yesterday, but now I realize that there are kids, you know, that have never seen him play basketball, not ever. Not in real life. Not live time. You know, there's people in the league right now, I don't know, that probably cannot remember watching a live Michael Jordan basketball game. And that's crazy to me. And that's not my point. What I'm saying is Michael Jordan's time, they're like, Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the face and Steve Kerr didn't quit. Steve Kerr didn't go, fuck this shit, guys. I'm going somewhere else. He goes, fuck. Maybe I need to learn how to hit a three-pointer or pass in the ball or take a punch better. I don't know, but I, it, this is a learning moment. I got to learn something. I got to learn how to move my head a little bit. <laughs> Come in there with some, with some head movement. Get in the head bob. Or knock down the three, whichever one. And then he, guess what? He knocks down the three. Guess who didn't get punched that day? Steve Kerr didn't get punched that day. He knocked down the three. See, there is some causality, you know, to this. And here, like, I don't like the reporters in Boston. I'm leaving. Good. Fuck you. What else? Uh, oh, so uh, people send me in, uh, email me a couple things where they're like, hey, uh, now that Mad Men's over, I finished Mad Men. And I don't know if I, I don't think I talked about it last time, but I'll talk about it now. Uh, it was okay. It was an okay series. It was like good enough to where you go, okay, but not enough to where you're like, oh, what's going to happen next? I, I ate through it. I finished it. Um, I'm committed. I was just like, ah, let's just get this knocked out. I watched like 70 hours in like three weeks. It was fine. I was happy when it was over. And then the last minute, I realized that it is a 70-hour ad for Coca-Cola. Good job on you, Coca-Cola. Good job. And if you're not familiar... It's about Donald Draper. He's an ad man in New York in like the late 50s, early 60s, all the way to like, I don't know, hippie days, 70, right? And uh, last minute, 
it, the last scene, the last moment where, like in Breaking Bad, the aerial view of uh, Mr. White, Walter White, it, it like pans out and you're pretty sure he's dead. Or the last minute of Sopranos, you're not sure if he dies. Uh I forget the the rest of the other great iconic TV shows. Game of Thrones, it was horrible, so let's just forget that. But the last moment, it just ends in a a Coca-Cola ad. And you go, fuck, what a phenomenal 70-hour, huge budget, 70-hour Coca-Cola ad. Son of a bitch. You got me, son. You got me. And then I ask people, like, hey, well, what's, what's another show I should watch? And people... Um, I got an overwhelming amount of emails saying Downton Abbey. Now, first of all, I thought it was Downtown Abbey, like a city or a town called Abbey, and then they just lived in this downtown part. I was wrong, very wrong. It's a, a PBS show, which if you know anything about me, I'm a sucker for like PBS-type British shows. I grew up on British shows on PBS. I'm a fan. I was hooked. First seven seconds, I go, okay, let's do this. And um, I don't know. It's, it's Downton is a, a state. It's a mansion. It's like a 300-room mansion, and it's got like 450 people working there, like maids, cooks, handmaids, hand, I don't know, whatever. A lot of people working there. And it's just a story about this estate. I was like, wow, I don't know shit about British culture. I don't know shit about, like, what it's like to live in a mansion. You think, like, oh, you live in a mansion. Oh, okay. And then you go, like, I get weird. Like, we got a maid. I had a fire. I was like, it's weird coming in cleaning my shit. I'm able, but I live in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom. Like, all of this shit is manageable. Living in a 300 bedroom 300 room estate you know forget the gardeners you don't you don't even hear about the gardeners nobody talks to the gardeners nobody talks to like the stable ma- the stable hands nobody talks to like any of the prep cooks it's just the one cook you see people in the background the delivery boys you see um the butler you see i don't know i, I don't know any of the names i don't i didn't like i didn't a footman what is that i don't know no clue. And um, just white people, high-end white people doing high-end white people shit. And I'm watching it, and I go, I don't think I'd ever want to live that life. You know, there's a, there's a scene where uh, a, a middle-class man lives in the house, and, you know, he's got a, a footman assigned, like a, a butler, a valet, or a valet, I don't know. And this valet is supposed to, like, pick out his clothes, dress him like a goddamn child, and offer him suggestion, pat him on the back, comb his hair. I don't know. All, a whole bunch of weird shit. And, um, and they're making fun of this middle-class man because he doesn't fit into this. And I agree. I don't get what any of that is. And I feel like the people that watch it, you know, they understand how that all works and they aspire to be one of the people that get waited on literally hand and foot. And I never understood that saying until now. Like, literally, they're being waited on 
hand and foot. And, um, you know, uh, this middle class man doesn't fit in. And I feel like uh, the joke's on him. But the joke's really on us. I don't get it. I don't think I ever want to be that rich. I just like, I'd have a butler. I think that's what I would just, just have a butler, you know? Just um, a butler, a cook, a nanny, a maid. A butler, a nanny, a cook, a maid. I think that's like four people. A groundskeeper? Eh, let the butler handle it. Butler, you hire somebody, make them. Because I guess the butler's what controls, like, he's, he's the project manager of the house. Everything kind of flows into the butler, and the butler handles everything, goes outwards. I'd have a butler. Yeah. Um, you schedule the nanny, the nurse, the dri- Oh, the driver. Shit. See, here we go. Now, I was like, I don't get it. And now I'm just keep on adding more people to my fictitious estate. The nanny. Let's see. The butler, the nanny, the maid, the cook, the driver. Five people. Now, if I could get, like, the driver and the cook... Where the driver and the maid are married and their elder daughter or elder son is now the nanny. They could all live in a house. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm planning this fictitious estate. But that's what I would do if I ran the zoo. <laughs> Downtown Abbey. Downton Abbey. I, I'm watching it and um, I'm not really hooked. I, I, don't, I don't relate. And um, I, I'm saying that I think I need... A newer slash better TV show. What do you got? I've seen Breaking Bad. I've seen Sopranos, The Wire. Um, I need to finish Sons of Anarchy just to say that I finished it. Eh. Uh, Luther. Eh. I'm like, I don't know, two seasons in. There's nothing really that I'm like really into. So uh, if you got something, let me know. Westworld watched it. Um, game, uh, House of Cards watched it. Game of Thrones watched it. Uh, so I feel like I'm getting caught up. But tell me what you think. Shoot me an email, loyleecomedy at gmail.com. Um, I don't really have a point. Uh, I need to be packing soon because, uh, and here's the thing about packing. Here's what's the deal with packing? With packing, especially going for a month, I definitely feel like I am going to forget a lot of things for positive like I feel like I'm going to just get there and just be like ah, I should probably brought that shit like I don't I'm cheap like I don't travel much and I don't like buying shit when I travel but I keep on reassuring my wife it's like hey there's something we need white t-shirts undershirts underwear I don't know whatever they, they they have it there just fucking buy it it's probably cheaper but I have this crazy sense like oh I'm gonna forget something I'm gonna forget something I'm going for a month right you go, how many, that's a lot of fucking underwear. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, that's like 30 pairs of underwear. 33. I don't know. 33 pairs of underwear on 30 days? It happens, okay? And, um, you know, coming from LA, I have a very specific dress. And I don't think I could dress this accordingly in, in the Philippines. Like, hottest month of the year, let me go straight to the equator. Let me go to the tropical equator on the hottest month of the year Because that makes fucking sense, right? I wear black jeans. I wear a lot of black shit. I'm always like, yeah, you can't wear any of that. You're going to die. You're literally going to die. Um, So, like, I'm breaking out the khakis. 
I look like I, I work at fucking Best Buy with all these polos I'm packing. She's like, no, just wear white T-shirts, khakis, white T-shirts, shorts, white T-shirts, shorts, tank tops, pants, tank tops. That's all I'm going to wear. That's all I'm going to wear. Um, but, you know, uh, packing. Uh, I've already packed and then I've unpacked and then I've repacked, taken things out. Unpacked, repacked, taking things out, adding some things. Unpack, repack. I've done this four times. I don't want to be carrying a whole bunch of shit to the Philippines, to Manila. Like, we're staying in Manila, we're staying in Cagayan, we're staying in Bali, we're staying in Singapore, but we don't really have a home base. It's not like I can just leave shit in one place and then come back to it. Um, So, you know, when we get to the Philippines, we've got gifts, obviously, we're bringing stuffs. So, on that note, it's like, it's going to be lighter, but I just don't want to be carrying a lot of this shit. Um, so I've, I've packed, I've unpacked, I've taken stuff out, I've repacked, unpacked, taken stuff out, added stuff, taken stuff out, you know, just keep on doing this way. I'm trying to get all of my shit that I need into like one duffel bag for a month, a duffel bag, a backpack for one month. I'm still going to do this podcast, but my wife won't let me bring my laptop because she's not trying to get me kidnapped over a goddamn laptop. This guy right here. So uh, I really am, um, I'm trying to slim everything down, you know, um, yeah, it's a little, little stressful, a little stressful. Uh, she goes, well, use packing squares. Like I have packing squares. It doesn't fucking matter. Still going to put it into the duffel bag. Like I don't like packing shit. Just throw everything to a goddamn duffel bag. It's going to make sense at some point. Like, well, you can fit more stuff. I don't think so. And here's the deal. The bigger the bag, the more stuff you put in. The more stuff you put in, the heavier it gets. The heavier it gets, the less you want to lug this shit around anywhere. We got to go like 22 airports. We're going to every goddamn airport between here and Saipan. And I I don't know where that is. Uh, Between here and Singapore. I don't want to be lugging this shit around. Backpack, duffel bag, check it in. Maybe. Put all of my shit in there. Throw it all in there. Call it a day. I'm buying all of my shit there. And then she's like, well, be careful. Don't bring any nice stuff because you're probably going to end up having to leave it there because, you know, one of my cousins is like, hey, that's a nice shirt. Can I have it? And um, you got to be nice. So don't bring anything like too nice because you're probably not going to leave with it. And um, I'm like, I don't think I'm like five foot six and a half. I'm 145, 150 pounds. I don't think I'm like the smallest Filipino in your family. Uh, Do you have 12 year old Filipino cousins that they can wear it for three and a half days before they outgrow it? I don't know. Should be fun though. So, um, yeah, this will be the last podcast from the house. Uh, if you are listening to this, um, you could check out my YouTube page, Lloyd Lee Comedy, youtube.com slash Lloyd Lee Comedy. You can see the video portion of this. If you are viewing this right now on the video, you could go um, and listen to just the audio. So, yeah, I'm making it convenient. Android, Google Podcasts, Apple Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, it's all there. Wherever you find podcasts there, that's uh, – I'm there. I'm, I'm in there like Flynn. And – 
if you um if you want to watch the video, you want to see my bare feet. I don't know. Maybe you're into that. I don't know. Maybe you're like, hey, what does Lloyd's feet look like? And you can kind of catch a glimpse. I'm teasing you with that shit on my YouTube page, LloydLeeComedy.com. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what is it? YouTube.com slash LloydLeeComedy. Uh, I do appreciate you guys listening. I do my best to make this the best podcast I can talking to myself, okay? Talking to you, talking to myself, and uh, I'm doing what I can. So on that note, uh, thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, 30 minutes a week, I appreciate you. Uh, I do have What's Up Wednesday. Uh, it might not be with Drew Vu. Uh, it will be most likely an old episode with two non-musical uh, podcasts, but I said that already. So what else do I got? Uh, uh, shoot me an email, loyleecomedy at gmail.com. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, loyleecomedy. Um, and this podcast, Short, Pale, Handsome. So appreciate you guys. Wherever you find this, please rate this five stars, one star, whatever you think. I take all of your reviews and suggestions to heart. Uh, just don't be a dick. That's all I got. Um, and I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. I love you. I cannot wait to get to the Philippines. Please follow me on Instagram so you can see the pictures. You check my stories out. Uh, I love you guys. Tell you my said hi. Smooches. <laughs>